Thanks for listening to the Tower Hill Church Podcast. Our prayer is that today's message will challenge and inspire you to pursue Jesus and to love people to life. We're starting a new series this morning. Are you ready for the new? Are you ready for the new? And we're talking about uh, this morning, we're going to talk about new life for a moment. But before we get there, I, I just, I, I've got to set the, 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 uh, the stage for it, okay? So understand that. So how many like new things? How many like getting new things? New cars? New clothes? New house? New golf clubs? New stove? We all like getting stuff new, don't we, at times? We like getting that, those things. That, and sometimes, if we're not careful, we, we, after the new wears off, we feel like we need something else new. Because we're depending on things to make us happy and to bring us happiness in life. And we can't do that. Because how many know all these new things you get will become old one day? And the new wears off, and you, and you say, man, I'm so happy. Look at what I just got. And you've got this new car, and you say, oh, I'm so blessed by that. Then the new car smell wears off, and you say, well, I need another car. How many know what I'm talking about, the new car smell? Yeah, you get in there, and oh, man. And about six months later, it smells like a, a gym, you know. <laughs> Isn't it true? But see, everything that we get in this life will become old. But God has new life for us. Amen. How many has accepted Christ in this room as your Savior? You've accepted Christ. How many know when you got born again, the Spirit of God came to live in you? He made you a new creature in Christ Jesus. See, are you ready for the new? That's the thing I want to ask you. Are you ready for the new that God wants to do today? I believe God's wanting to do a new work today in the church. But I also believe that the new work that God is wanting to do in the church today is going to be a, 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 such a move of God that's going to impact the world. It's not just going to impact a little area. I believe God is going to pour out his spirit upon his church. And so are you ready for the new? Now look at what Isaiah says. Isaiah 43. He, he, the first, I love the way he starts out here in verse 18. But forget all that. Now, you have to go back and read what he just said. He talked about how he'd spared Israel, how he'd taken care of Israel, how he'd watched over them. He says, but forget all that. He says, it's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I'm about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will, I will make paths through the wilderness, and I will create rivers in the dry lands. See, if you are a child of God, you have the Spirit of God dwelling in you, right? You have the Spirit of God dwelling in you. And if, just as Isaiah said, he said, he said in the scripture that he tells us that God will make rivers in, by the wasteland. How many know in America, it's kind of, we're living kind of in a spiritual wasteland right now? We're living in a spiritual wasteland because of this, the way our country has gone, the way the world's gone. It's really a spiritual wasteland. But how many know it don't have to remain a wasteland? Apply that to your life. Understand, you don't have to stay in a wasteland. Because God wants you to, to fill you with his presence. See, we are living in it like the spiritual wasteland. And remember, we are vessels, our conduit in which God should flow through. The word conduit, one of the meanings is a transmitting or, or dispersing. How many know God wants to flow through you, not just into you? Let me say it again. God wants to flow through you, not just into you. So many of us want God to flow just in us. But God's not going to continue to try to fill something that's not pouring out. Because God has called us to pour the vessels in which he pours his spirit through. 
So the reason I'm setting the stage because I want to. Sh- I want the, if the new that God's wanting to do is going to happen, it's going to have to happen because the church is no longer trying to retain, but the church is trying to distribute what God has given us. Amen. We've kept this inside the buildings for too long. God empowered the church to be the church, not just together on Sunday and have a celebration service. He's called us to be the church wherever he has placed us in our vocational life. Wherever we go, we are the church that represents Jesus Christ. Amen. You can give God praise. Amen. And church, for the people to experience the new, we've got to be renewed. And we've got to get our thinking changed. It's not about us. It's about him. And he wants to flow through us to touch the world around us. Amen? Now, now this is going to, in Ezekiel chapter 47, Ezekiel has a vision of water flowing from the temple. Look at what it says here. It says, verse 47, verse 1. In my vision, a man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. There I saw streams flowing east from beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right of the altar on on its south side. Verse 2. The man brought me outside the wall, uh, the uh, the wall, outside wall, through the north of the gateway and led me around the eastern entrance. There I could see the water flowing out through the south side of the east gateway. Now think about this. As his vision He's seeing water flowing from the temple of God, okay? As his vision progressed, the waters got deeper and deeper. The man who took Isaiah in this vision, Ezekiel in this vision, took him out so many cubits, so many feet, so many feet, and it got deeper and deeper and deeper. But remember where the water is coming from. Where's the water coming from, church? It's coming from the temple, the place, the dwelling place of God. Who is the temple today? We are. We all know that. We, you are the temple. Let, let me just share with you. Maybe some people may not know what that's what I'm talking about there. But when you get born again, the spirit of God takes up residence in you. And look what it says. You're the temple. First Corinthians three sixteen. He says, do you, don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the spirit of God lives in you? He says in verse, uh, chapter 6, verse 19, he says, Do you not realize your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God brought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your bodies. Look what it says in John seven thirty eight. It says, He who believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Church, how many of that river of living water is supposed, to, is supposed to flow up in us. But how many know it's not supposed to stop there? It's not supposed to stop there. That, that river that God is wanting to pour out through you, just as you are the temple, he wants to pour fresh water on dead, dry ground. He wants to touch people's lives. He wants to bring new life into them. And church, the world is not running into the church. But the church is going to have to go pursue the world. Amen? Yes. See, church, the, the water flowing out of us is not for us. It's for those who are broken in this world. Those who are dying in their sin. That have no hope for tomorrow. Church, you and I, we say we have the answers. We say we have the truth. But what are we doing with it? How are we using it? 
You know, something that doesn't flow out will become stagnant. Anybody ever been around stagnant waters? The smell, the stench, you just, it's not good. But God wants to, you and I to be that temple that he pours through. Now, see, when the water, we, see, releasing, uh, the next point is releasing the new. God wants to release the new in the church. Church, we have to know that God is wanting to do something. He wants to pour the water through his temple. He wants to pour his spirit through you and I. And this, can I just say this? This is not just for pastors, uh, uh, pastors, prophets, evangelists, and teachers. This is for every believer. Every believer. It, God wants to anoint you. God wants to use you. God wants you to begin to step out in faith and boldness of the spirit of God and take, begin to believe God for what he says he will do and to trust him to do it and you just a vessel that he runs through. You're just a vessel that's open to say, God, flow through me. Flow through me. I don't want to, I don't want to hold back anymore. I, don't want to, I, want to, I want to trans, uh, transmit and distribute. I want God to use me to touch people's lives. Now, church, look at this. In Ezekiel's vision, he said, ask, he, said he asked me, Have you been watching, son of man? Then he led me back along the banks, riverbanks. When I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees growing both, both, on both sides of the river. Then he says, look at this. Then he said to me, the river flows east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The waters of this stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. Church, spiritually, spiritually, right now, how many could say we're, the, the America's kind of like the Dead Sea? And as long as there's not fresh water pouring in it, nothing lives there but brokenness and sin. And you and I have the truth that God has placed in us. There's a world out there waiting for you to begin to bring fresh water. There's people that are hurt and broken by sin that needs the church, the church, not just the corp, the church to pour out fresh water. There's people that you work with every day that is broken by sin. Their families are being destroyed by sin. That they just say, Bill, if I could just have a drink of water. I'm talking about not water like this, but I'm spiritual, okay? See, God wants to pour through you and I. And he says it brings, it will bring purity to the Dead Sea. See, church, the water flowing out of us brings life. Brings life. Look at verse 47. uh, Chapter 47, verse 9. He said, there will be swarms of living things wherever the water of this river flows. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea, for its waters will become fresh. Life will flow wherever this water flows. What we have is life-giving. It's life-giving. Not just human life. I'm talking about eternal life. It can rescue people from their sins. And, you know, church, we have it. we got to release it, amen? we got to release it. Let me ask you, are you thirsty this morning for more of God? Are you thirsty this morning for God? 
that you want more of Him. Not just to, not just to bank it, but to pour it out. I want, more, I want God to use me in a greater way than ever before. And I want God to have His way in our hearts and lives as a church. Are you thirsty? You know, look at what John 7, 37 says. It says, on the last day, the climax of the feast, Jesus stood up and shouted to the crowd, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who is thirsty. He said, you come to him. He will not turn you away. Amen? See, church, we've got to come to a place that we, we, we realize sometimes we get dry. Anybody ever get dry spiritually in here? Yeah, we all, if you didn't raise your hand, something's wrong because you must not be human. But all of us at times, we get spiritually dry. And we get spiritually dry, we need to say, God, whatever's blocking this up, whatever's keeping me from, from getting into your presence, whatever's keeping this water from flowing through my life, God, I want you to open it up. I want you to remove it. And if, if it takes repentance before God, repent before God. If it's somebody you've got hurt, or hurt feelings toward or bitterness toward, release it and forgive them. And let God's water begin to flow into you and through you again. Church, look, as we talk about this, there's a cry. That, I want to talk about the cry of the thirsty real quick. I, I just, as I was thinking about all this this week, and we're talking about new life. God wants to give new life. But here's the cry of, the, of those who are thirsty. I found it in uh, Psalms 63.1. It says this, O God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. That's the cry of the thirsty. The cry of the thirsty says, I search for you. God, I want you. I not only search for you, my soul thirsts for you. I long for you. In other words, it's like the person with a parched mouth and they just said, I just got to have a drink of water or I'll die. I thirst. And the third one, he says, I long for you. Do you have a cry in your heart for God this morning? That God wants to work in you? See, as believers, like I said, at times we get dry. But church, when you look at the cry of the, of the thirsty, we should, when you're dry, you need to say the same thing in a sense in your own words. God, I thirst for you. God, I long for you. God, I'll search for you. God, I need you today. I don't need anything else, but I need you more than ever before. Church, if we're going to turn things around in America, it's not going to be politics. It's going to be the church. It's going to be the church walking in the authority that God has given the church to walk in. It's going to be living out the word of God. The church Church, we need to come to a place that we thirst again for God more than ever before. Not just for me to be blessed. I mean, how many know the church isn't supposed to be a bless me club? How many we were to, we're to be touched and blessed by God to go out and touch a world? We're to touch the world. See, if you've never surrendered your life to Christ, I want you to know something this morning. God has something new for you. He's got new life that he wants you to have. He has new life for you. Matter of fact, look, listen to what the Word of God says. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and the new life has begun. Think about that for a moment. God has new life for you. If you don't know Christ this morning, Christ has new life for you. 
He said that he wants to give you eternal life. Not a life that's doomed toward hell, but a life with him in eternity. Now look on, it says in verse, verse 18. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through, through Christ. And God has given us the task of reconciling the world. Who's he given that task to, church? What are we doing? How are we doing with that personally? I know as a corporate body, we're reaching all over places, doing things. But how are we doing it personally? Are you, is, the, is, the, is the faucet opened up in your life and the waters of God just flowing out to people you, you're coming in contact with? God wants to use you and I to touch the people who are broken. Then he says, he's given us this ministry of reconciliation. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us the wonderful message of reconciliation. Who's us again, church? Who's us? Us, the church. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Church, the way we plead, come back to God, is to share Christ. Let the word of God, let the spirit of God flow through you. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sins so that we can be made right with God through Christ. See, there's a new life in Christ. There's a new life in Christ. All you have to do is receive what Christ has already done. He's already done all the work for you. You don't have to go and say, and do penance and all that stuff. He's already done. All he says is he wants you to receive him. You say, well, you may ask, well, how do I do that? Well, let me share in scripture how easy it is. Okay. Romans 10, 9, it says this. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by confessing with our mouth that you are saved. As the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in the Lord will never be disgraced. It's simply saying, God, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Jesus Christ, I confess him with my mouth. I believe in my heart that he is the Son of God. And that's all the Bible ever said you had to do. So let me ask you just quick questions. Do you know him? Do you know him today? Do you have a relationship with Christ? Are you looking for a new start in life? God has one for you. God has a, a, a good start for you, a restart. Are you ready for the new that God wants to do in you and through you? Because God wants to work in your hearts, our hearts and lives, to do this new thing. See, I believe more and more, church, I'm believing in these last days, the church is going to be driven to go out more into the community and loving on people, caring for people. I want to encourage you this morning. If you've been going through a spiritual dry spot in your life, I want to just, just turn it over to God right now. If you're here this morning, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I told you just what the scripture is, how easy it is. 
you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you will be saved. So what I want to do with everybody, just bow your heads, please, for a moment. You're here and you say, Pastor, I need Christ. I don't know him. But I want to know him. And would you pray for me this morning? I want to surrender my life to Christ. If that's you, would you slip your hand up and put it right back down? I'm just going to pray for you. I'm not going to embarrass anybody. Anyone else? For that one that slipped up your hand, I want to pray this with you, and you pray it with me too. In church, would you pray it with them also? Dear God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of my sin. And I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died for me, and he rose again on the third day. And I accept him as my Lord and Savior today. I believe it in my heart, and I confess it with my mouth. I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give them a, welcome them into the family of God this morning. Hallelujah. Church, I want to challenge you this morning. I want you to step out in faith this week. If you're in a grocery store and somebody says they're hurting or somebody says, hey, you get to talk, just break into a conversation. Say, is there anything in your life I can pray with you about? How many know most people will give you stuff for you to pray about? I mean, they really will. You say, hey, you got, you, is there anything I can pray with you about? And just pray with them right there. Believe God to do the work. I'm telling you, I believe as the church steps out in faith more and more, you're going to see miracles take place. Be the church. Amen. Let's stand together this morning. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for this, the newness that you're doing, oh God. Father, I sense it in my spirit that you're getting ready to do something extraordinary, God. I really believe that. In these last days, God, I believe you're going to pour out your spirit upon all flesh. God, you're going to anoint people with a powerful anointing, Lord, that they, they've never walked in before. And God, they're going to go out and do great exploits for you. And God, I believe they're going to be begin to bring people in that have, have made commitments to Christ. And they're going to be brought into the kingdom of God. So, Father, just help us to be open to be used of you this week. And God, every opportunity, let's look for opportunities of how we can minister to others. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Tower Hill Church Podcast. Our prayer is that this message encouraged and inspired you in your journey with Christ. For more information, you can visit our website at th.church. Or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tower Hill NH. To give online, you can go to th.church/giving. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.